Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Why is it morning, Tiana? Because it is currently 12.31. And I'm doing another late night impromptu podcast to continue with, um, this is part two. So, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Good morning. Welcome back to Tea Talks with me, your host, Tiana Lamb. Today will be the part two of My Dating is Three. Unfortunately, Pixie's not here. That is perfectly fine. I'm still going to do a part two because I have so much more tea to spill. Oh my God, I completely forgot. I completely forgot the most important part. My timer. Today, we'll be doing part two. Where we left off last time was honestly a while ago. I did that episode. I recorded that episode in August, I believe. I believe I recorded that in August. And it is December 5th today. (laughs) So it has been a little bit. I have been very, very bad at keeping up with recordings and everything, so I do apologize about that, but you guys get what you guys get, and I appreciate you guys for watching regardless, Um, (laughs) but yes, today is going to be the continuation of me just going over my dating history a lot has I would not say that a lot has changed since but more so I'd say there are updates to my dating life that's the best way to explain it um I left off with my college boyfriend my my early college boyfriend um, Chris, I don't know if I can name drop him, but I've name dropped him before, so it really doesn't fucking matter if I do now or not. But I'll pull up the PowerPoint in a bit for me to, to refresh my mind, but it's kind of difficult for me to forget about these people, which is why the PowerPoint is called Why I Need Therapy. Speaking of therapy, I'm in therapy. I started therapy in May. I've been going to weekly sessions since. And boy, oh boy. Hey, John says I'm, I'm I'm progressing. I'm I'm um improving. But who knows? Who knows? Regardless of that, we stopped on Chris, my college boyfriend, uh, which is the reason why I started streaming. And what was next was Tristan. The um at the time, at the time I was still with Tristan. I know, only been a few months, been three months to be exact, uh, since I recorded that episode. And a lot has changed in three months, surprisingly. But honestly, it's 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 me. <laughs> Is it really that surprising? <laughs> um just and I are no longer together. This is how I'm going to be announcing it. I have technically announced it on stream, but I'm not going to be, like, making a post about it on social media. Like, oh, Tristan, I broke up. Like, we weren't that kind of couple. Um, 
I did talk about him constantly and now I don't. So that's kind of an obvious giveaway. Other than that, if someone asks, what's new? I'm like, oh, I'm single now. They're like, what? Uh, like, that's also kind of how I'm announcing it on stream, but I'm not like, Tristan and I are broken up. We broke up. We blah, 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 blah. Right? But Tristan. Tristan and I were together for um, a little over two years. We got together on June 13th, 2021. And we broke up on August 27th, 2023. Um, but we started we started talking in February of 2021. We matched on Hinge on the 9th. Um, and so we were talking slash dating from February to June. So that is February, March, April, May, June. That's for about four months. And, you know, June, July, August, two months. So we were technically together or I spent the last two and a half years with the same person. Um, fucking sucks because if you guys watched part one, which I hope you guys did. I was with Nam, my high school boyfriend, my high school sweetheart for around two and a half years. Um, we broke up in July or sorry, we broke up on the last week of June. And we got together in December. We got together on December 27th. 27. It's a bad luck number for me, guys. Um, we broke up, or we got together on December 27th, 2016. And we broke up last week of June 2018. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Um, almost fucking three years. Um, so a little over two and a half years with Nam, a little over two and a half years with Tristan. Very long term relationship. Um, that's a feat, I'd say. But regardless of that, Tristan and I are no longer together. Um, relatively mutual terms. I wanted us to keep working. You didn't see us working out. Now I'm here, single, but trying to live my life. Which is why I got updates. <laughs> but um just I met on Hinge. And let's 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 pull up the PowerPoint. Pull up the PowerPoint, right? Because that's that's what we're here for. What I put in the PowerPoint. Get the fuck away from here. Um so to go to my uh Tristan page. And then we'll move on to the um, fling and things. <laughs> uh, Tristan, uh, we met on Hinge. He is Filipino. Uh, he was 22 when we first met. It's crazy. We, I, wait, I was 20. He was 22. And now I'm, I turned 23 after our breakup. But he turned 25. No, 24. I can't do math. 24 before I broke up. Um, but at the time of making this, length of situation was 11 months. So I was with him for only 11 months and I made this. Almost a year. And I was deeply in love with him. And I think I still do. I don't know. 
it's more so like attachment to what 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 once was you know and I've grown such an attachment to him as a person in my life um more so of the comfortability of knowing that he existed though there were so many problems in our relationship so that's like the main difference um but other than that it's honestly the fucking same um my friends i would say rate him a 10 my rating is a 10 and my bed rating is an 8 because that motherfucker knows how to eat that's 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 all i'm gonna say <laughs> uh big negatives kind of controlling communication downfall not my simp anymore and that was after 11 months that was up to a year and that's when shit started tumbling tumbling real hard real fast other family makes me feel like family i miss his family a lot his mom wished me a happy birthday on facebook and we've been responding to that post back and forth since my birthday I didn't even know she fucking said happy birthday. And it's so weird to be talking to his mom. Because I definitely want to be civil with his mom because I miss her so much. And it's like, oh, weird. <laughs> um, But regardless of his family making me feel like family, they did make me feel like an outcast in the beginning. Um, I was yelled at and berated by his grandma and his mom on our trip to Tahoe when we first got together. We were like super fresh early into our relationship. We've already known each other for almost half a year. And he invited me onto a Tahoe trip with his family because his family invited me. And while on the trip, apparently they got like ticked off at me because I drank beer to every chance that I got. And apparently like I was pissed off at waking up early as i normally do and they heard me say fucking hell i don't want to fucking wake up apparently that kind of ticked them off kind of similar to chris's parents and um on our way back from tahoe we took a detour it was me tristan and um like his two best his best friend his best friend's brother in the back of the car and we decided to make a pit stop at in and out but we didn't, but Tristan decided to not tell his family. And then so they were waiting for us to come so we can all eat dinner together. And when I arrived back to the Airbnb, along with Tristan and everyone, like the first thing that fucking happened was his dad just started like screaming and yelling at Tristan. I had no idea what was going on. So I just like decided to like go with Tristan's best friend and his brother and sit in the kitchen along with everyone else. And then, so I just started playing with the dog and I started tearing up and crying because I was being, I was like, I was a trauma response of just like experiencing um, verbal abuse in a family. And I get that at home a lot. And so like, I was just like, I, I was, it was like triggering my fight or flight so hard. And I started just like tearing up. And then uh, Tristan's mom and his grandma, uh, they were sitting in the living room, which is like, attached to the dining room area and kitchen a really really large area uh this was actually at um his cousin's place actually not the airbnb uh yeah when, when we were returning home from tahoe and 
I was just sitting on the floor, like petting their dog. And his mom and his grandma just started berating me, talking about how I'm not good for Tristan because I changed who he is and he's a good boy. And like, he always knows that family is first and that like I'm changing him to, to not have those morals anymore and everything. And I'm like looking at her, giving her eye contact to show that I'm like listening, but I'm trying my best to hold back my tears and not just break down emotionally um, because I'm literally being traumatized right now by not only it being um, my partner's parents screaming at me, but also the fact that I'm already experiencing this at home constantly. And now I'm experiencing it outside the home when I'm supposed to feel safe outside of my house. Um, and after that, like Tristan's dad was like done lecturing and yelling at Tristan. Um, and Tristan like went to this like side room. And so I went to go find him and I sat in the room with him. We just sat there and we just talked. and. He was crying. I was crying. He was apologizing. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like, like, I didn't want you to see that. You know, like, like, it's, it's blah, blah, blah. Like, I totally understand. Like, if you want to break up, like, I know this, like, I don't want you to be a part of this. Like, you don't deserve this. It's not something that, like, you could have experienced at all. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, in the bottom of his heart, he, like, felt embarrassed, felt ashamed of me seeing that, of me being a part of that. And, like, totally understandable, you know? Like, he's experienced my family's just insane amount of bad shit and abuse that I go through behind the camera. And um, I experienced his way before he experienced mine. And he was just, like, so, like, adamant on just being, like, oh, you know, like, like, I totally understand if you don't want to be with me anymore. I totally understand if you don't want to be a part of this. I totally understand if you want to leave. Like, I would not fault you for that. Like, like we can break up and all this. And I was crying. I was like, no. Like, like yes, like, your, your, your grandma and your mom and your dad said, like, really hurtful things about me. But, like, I'm in a relationship with you. I'm not in a relationship with them. Like, yes, like, the whole thing that, like, he was trying to, like, do was, like, I'm not only in a relationship with you, I'm in a relationship with your family. I'm in a relationship with your friends, which sounds weird, but it's more so that I'm building a relationship with them along with you because they're a part of your life. This that like, I really like that about Tristan because he really cared about making sure that he is acquainted with everyone and builds a relationship of, you know, his own relationship with these people. Like, Vivian doesn't necessarily see any faults in Tristan, I would say. Well, sorry, let me rephrase that. Vivian does not seem as an enemy. Um, to where she still comments on his TikToks. She still likes his TikToks, probably still responds to his stories. And she still does that with um a previous fling that I had, which is interesting. Um, but there's no bad blood between them. And so I don't want my experience with a person to necessarily affect that though my point of view is different to where I would lose contact with the person even if I I was friends with them for a while um because of me prioritizing my friendship uh but regardless of that this is not a jab at Vivian she wants to be friends still with my ex that's fine 
We just won't be in the same room together. She doesn't like hang out with him. She did that. That I'll find really weird. Um, but I really liked that about Tristan. And so I was like, I was crying and I was telling him like, no, like I'm in a relationship with you. Like, you know, like I, I like you and I want to be with you. And it's like, I, yes, like, you know, the things that they said, like really hurt. And like, you know, like, this is like a very like crazy experience, bad experience. And I, you know, like feel absolutely horrendous and guilty for making your family think that I changed you. Um, and so that's when I told him, like, I want to prove to them that I'm not that type of person. And the only way for me to prove that is like, we just don't go out together as much. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, like I want to spend time with you and like, I love spending time with you. I want to go with you like every weekend. Like, I think I just need to spend some time at home with my family. That's totally fine. Like, I understand Like, that's not a bad thing. I don't want them to think that I'm stealing you away from them like that that defeats the whole purpose i want to be loved by your family as well um so like yes like spend time with your family like we'll like do alternating weekends for dates and stuff like that's totally fine and of course later on the relationship it was like if we're gonna be going out or like if we're gonna be spending time together i just go over to his place and i spend time with him and his family and to the point where his family became my family and and i love them they took me to hawaii they they we went to new york together like, regardless of, like, me being spoiled by his family and stuff, you know, like, other than that, I was spoiled with affection and love, things that I don't feel at home. Um, yes, they're not a perfect family. No one has a perfect family. Um, but they were able to repay me in a way for traumatizing me and then the first few months of being interested. <laughs> um... I know I'm a lot more um, for video watchers. I know I'm a lot more handsy when I talk. But, you know, very, um, what's the word? I want, sensitive is the wrong word. It's a very, um, I can't think of the word that I'm, you know, more of like a serene topic. Not, not, not serene, this is still not the word, you know. Uh, but. there were a lot of interesting experiences like I'm not gonna dish out like all the tea still out of respect for Tristan because I still have love for him um cause I never want to necessarily paint a person in a bad light especially if I was with them because then that's just like a genuine reflection of who I attract in my life. And unfortunately, the people that I attract in my life are fuckboys, dudes that just want to fuck me, and um, people that always have baggage. I mean, everyone has baggage, but sometimes it's extreme baggage that they just are unable to get over. Uh, Tristan had a lot of baggage, and I made sure to help him through it. Like, he has really bad anxiety. I supported him through all of his anxiety. He has a lot of trauma in regards to death. I try my best to be there for him and respect what he wanted during the times of grief. Um, but our relationship was not perfect. 
I made a lot of mistakes. Um, and he gave me a million chances. And I wasted every single one of them. Which is why we are broken up. Um, but no need to necessarily go into detail as to what I did. No, I did not cheat. Please don't think that I cheated. I was a little loyal. Um, but I was with Tristan for almost three years. And I would say that they were an interesting three years, but an extremely eventful one, which I'm very grateful for. Very grateful for the adventures that we went on, the experiences that I had, a lot of them being new experiences. And being able to really, like, expand my horizons for not only my my mindset, my education, my experiences, just, like, honestly, everything. It was a very, um, like, growthful. That's not really a word. But a very growthful relationship. Y'all y'all get what I'm saying, right? Y'all can understand what I'm saying. Um, yeah, just then I broke up in August and it is now the 5th of December because it is the, it's almost 1am. Um, I'll show you the same way I showed you guys last time. It's 12.53am right now. Um, and it's, 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 it's life, you know, things, things come and go, unfortunately, and the only thing that's permanent is yourself. Um, it, it's it's just how life is, and am I gonna cry about it? I already did. Am I gonna continue to cry about it? No. That's why I'm in therapy. Cause I need to cry about it. <laughs> um, moving on to flings. I need to do the thingy again. But. Flings. There you go, my little Nessie. So, flings. My first ever fling, my first ever fling was with this guy that I went to elementary school with. I went to elementary school with this guy, went to middle school with this guy, went to high school with this guy, but um, I only knew of him. I probably only had like a class or two with him but we never genuinely had like interactions but I think I possibly had a crush on him in elementary school um and so during a break that I had with my high school boyfriend um I went to an anime convention here in San Jose called uh Fanime and I noticed him I was like oh my god have I been name dropping these bitches? Uh, I don't give a fuck about my fucking life Adam, oh my god, I haven't seen you in forever. Like, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. We caught up. I was there with Vivian. And then so, like, Vivian and I just hung out with their group. Vivian went home early. I ended up staying with them for the first night. They have, like, a little, like, rave concert thingy late night. So, like, we ended up staying for that. And, like, that was super fun. I had I had genuinely a great time. But we were around 18, 19 years old when this happened. Uh, we met at Fanime. He's Vietnamese. 
and our length of situation was one to three weeks. It was not long at all. It was a very, very short. Um, but for the one to three weeks from the from us initially um rekindling our friendship or rekindling our acquaintanceship at Fanime. Um, I hung out with him almost every single day for those like two to three weeks. And it's really, really funny because at Fanime, right? Like I haven't seen this motherfucker. Okay, like I was like in high school. I was graduating high school at this point. Um, but like I haven't really seen this fucker or talked to this fucker since elementary school. But oh my lord, I don't know if it's my charisma. I don't know if it's my charm because a hundred fucking percent. If this is Fallout, I put all my points in charisma, bro. Hundred percent. This motherfucker. Only after re-meeting him again for a few hours, motherfucker already developed a crush on me. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? I'm just just that good you know i'm just like yo whatever um how 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 do you know he has a crush on you tiana because this motherfucker made it mad fucking obvious he just didn't say it it's so fucking cringe but it's so funny to look back on uh (laughs) um i pissed off his friends the first day that i met them um because i disrespected a waifu of theirs crazy fucking incels are crazy bro like i went over to the table that's like where i saw adam along with his friends and i grabbed like one of these plushies of a waifu and like this kind of plushie is where like it's like a big ass head it's like a sum sum kind of like a sum sum where like their head is just like facing you but their entire body is like laying on their stomach um i, I don't i don't know what the fuck they're called but like it was like of like a waifu or whatever I picked up like, why do you even buy this? She's like, what, you're going to bring it home and like fuck it or something? And he got pissed off that when I got fucking like low-key food poisoning slash like, yeah, like low-key food poisoning like later that day on like the like the train ride home. We took like the like the light rail or something. Um, I really needed to yak. And they had they bought like a million fucking posters and every single poster comes with a fucking cover, like a film, like a plastic baggie to protect it. And this dude was hogging like at least five bags. And I was like, y'all, I'm a yak. I need a bag. And then I fucking like looked at the fucking bitch, the bitch that I said he's going to fuck his plushie. He looked at me and just looked away. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Adam, you see that shit? And I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, he's just mad at you here. Let me just get you a bag. Can you like hold it in for a second? I was like, yes, I can. Just just give me a damn fucking bag. And I yacked into the bag. It was as simple as that but that shit pissed me off yeah i pissed you off because i fucking said that you're gonna fuck your fucking waifu plushie but imagine being so fucking offended by that that you're not going to help me like that's actually crazy like i should have just like not taken the bag and just yacked on this bitch to give him a genuine memory for the rest of his fucking life because that is a fucking embarrassing but funny ass fucking memory for him to like remember later on in life instead of being like oh yeah this bitch that fucking said I was gonna fuck my plushie, so I got pissed off at her. That's just like mad embarrassing and insult like. Um, but you know, like, but like, if you were to be like, oh my god, this is one time there's this bitch that fucking threw up on me, he's the victim, you know. 
I don't fucking I don't know if you guys can see the point I'm making. Um, but yeah, so like that was my first interaction with him and his friends. But the next day we decided, like, yeah, like, like, no, like, let's like hang out the whole day of anime. And his friend Logan um like went off somewhere to like go to the bathroom. And so we're just like sitting against the wall in the artist alley. We're just chilling there. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce. And Adam's like, oh, I'm gonna lay down. So he lays down, right? And my legs are crisscross applesauce, like here. This is for the video, for the visual listeners, watchers, whatever the fuck, English. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce and he's laying down next to me, right? So his head is, I'd say like half a foot, like six inches away from my body itself. And he's just laying there on his phone, on his back. And then I'm talking to him. We're just chatting. And then, like, he's, like, looking up constantly to, like, talk to me and stuff. And, like, I notice, because I'm very observant, that this motherfucker, like, every few minutes or something, every, like, half a minute to a minute, he's, like, kind of, like, scooting up. So the six inches became five inches, became four inches, became three inches, became two inches, became one inches to him literally putting his head on my lap. And then fucking Logan comes back and he just like, oh, <gasps> like Adam didn't notice they came back. And then like Logan was like looking at me and I literally was like trying to hold back laughing because it's so fucking funny. Because I didn't see Adam that way. I was just using him. I'm being honest. I was using him for the attention, for the, for the feeling of being crushed on, for the feeling of being chased. Um, those are the things that I want. And getting that from someone so easily, so quickly, I was like, ooh, this is feeding me because I'm trying to get over my ex. Because, like, fucking Nam was like, I'm going to break up with you. But, like, you know, like, I I might want to get back to you. Like, we're not going to be in contact. I'll message you when, like, I'm ready to get back with you. And I'm like, okay. And, like, every day I'm waiting for this motherfucker. So I'm just trying to, like, not think of my boyfriend. Slash ex. Slash whatever the fuck we are. Even though we both fucking agreed that breaks don't work. <laughs> Um, uh, so motherfucker basically laying on my fucking goddamn lap. Um, that's that's just part one of me noticing this motherfucker, like, was like a puppy following me around everywhere, and it was so fucking funny. He wanted to be next to me. I remember him like tickling me, I remember him like trying to hug me. Like, this motherfucker was a virgin a virgin virgin like it was crazy how much of a virgin he was because of how incel he was but like he after this like he got a girl and he was with her for like three years and they broke up or something i don't know um like uh he actually lives there's a few houses down from me at my san jose place and like we didn't even know that we lived that close like he lived like technically like a straight down or like a neighborhood down or whatever. Um, and so like he, like I can just like walk over to his house like every day, which is what I did. And uh, fucking, fucking whatchamacallit. Uh, we would go, there's like a park near our place. So like we would go to the park to like hang out and stuff. Like we'd either be chilling in his room or we'd go to the park late at night. And there's this one time we went to the park I'm just dishing out tea. This episode, this episode's gonna be, might be a long one. 
uh, we went to the park and I was doing monkey bars. And um, I don't know why, but he like hugged me from behind. It's like, oh my God, you're so cute. But he hugged me from behind. And I motherfucker felt a boner against my ass, bro. I felt a fucking hard on my ass. I was like, hey, yo, what the fuck? I went, who? I fucking thrusted forward so fast. I was like, nah, this dude did not just fucking push his fucking hard on against my ass right now. Um, that was crazy. Like, there was a time that we, like, kind of cuddled. Like, it was, like, super cold, and we're at the park, and I brought a blanket. We just, like, were under the blanket. We just sat next to each other and just talked. Um, and there was, uh, another time that, like, we were just, like, chilling in the same bed, but, like, not laying next to each other or anything. Like, he'd be, like, sitting, and he'd be laying down, or what? He'd be sitting, I'd be laying down, or vice versa, but we never, like, laid in the bed together. Um, or, like... Yeah, I just went over to his place a lot. And apparently he told me that there were times he'd be like, oh, I got to use the restroom real quick. And he would just go run to the restroom. And I'd just be like on my phone, on Reddit, or like using his computer or just listening to music. And he'd be gone for a little bit and he'd come back. I'm like, oh, take this, take shit, whatever. He admitted that he did that because he'd have a raging heart on because he's a little more fucking virgin. So just... A woman in his fucking room is just, is just juice for that motherfucker. So he'd go rub one out real quick into the toilet and come back like nothing ever fucking happened. That's absolutely insane. But do you know how much of an ego boost that is? That is such a fucking ego boost to be like, yeah. In, like when I was 18, 19 years old, I hung out with this guy in his room that was a virgin. And all I had to do was exist. And this motherfucker had to go run to the bathroom to rub one out. Excuse me. That is the biggest ego boost. That just fuels me so much. Um, fucking. Ugh, there's so many more stories. I, I want to tell them all, but we have, we have, uh, I don't know what time it is. We have uh, 26 minutes left. I don't know. I don't know. Um, there was this other time with Adam that uh, we were in the back of his friend's car. And me being a reckless person, I was not seat belted, but Adam and I were sitting in the back seat and um, I had my legs across his. He was sitting normally and he was seat belted, but I had my leg across my legs across his and like he said something and me being my loud eccentric self. I um, got really close to his face because, like, yelling at him. I was like, how are you, bitch, blah, 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 you know, normal Tiana shit. And then as my leg was there, I started feeling something getting hard on my leg. And then I look at this motherfucker and I go, do you have a boner right now? 
goes, yeah, because you got really close to my face. I was like, I was yelling at you. And then I literally go, Jerry, the driver, his friend, Jerry, I have a fucking boner in your back seat right now. And I've told this story to a few people. They're like, oh my God, why would you do him dirty like that? Because I didn't give a fuck. Because I didn't give a fuck. And I still don't give a fuck. So why the fuck should it matter? Um, <laughs> uh, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't fucking tell Jerry. I don't give a fuck, bro. Um, that shit was funny. But Adam was an interesting creature. Uh, because the story that Jerry told me was that one day he was over in Adam's room. And he dropped something. Uh, Adam's bed is against the wall. And he and Jerry dropped something like in in between the crack between the wall and the bed. And so he like stuck his hand down there to go like find whatever he dropped. And he found it, but there was like a lot of tissues and he was really confused. And as he's pulled out his hand or just rummaging around, he feels something weird on his arm slash hand. He pulls out his arm. And he realizes that the entirety of the side of his bed was just filled with dead babies. There was just nut napkins. Cumkerchiefs. <laughs> uh, what's a good one? What's a good one? I'm trying to think of more. <laughs> nut napkins. Cumkerchiefs. Um... Um, I want to think of more because because this is so fucking funny. Uh, 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 semen, semen. Uh, what's what, what's another what's uh, semen sanitary towels. I don't, I don't I don't know. I'm trying to think of another good one. I can't think. I'm I'm bad at this. Uh. He realized the entirety of the side was just covered in napkins that were holding his nut. So Adam would jerk off, which is why he had lube, a singular condom, and um, tissues next to his bed. Um, and instead of throwing them away in his post-nut clarity, he goes, I'ma just hide this right here and no one's gonna know and I'll throw it away later. But then after you nut, you get tired. And so because you get tired, you just gone to sleep. And so he just kept stacking them and stacking them and stacking them. It was a semen stack. Uh, and then Jerry just had to be the victim of that. <laughs> he just had to be the victim of the cumkerchiefs on his arm and so now they make fun of him for it all the time and so now i'm making fun of him all the time because that shit is fucking crazy um he really wanted to fuck me obviously he never mentioned it it was very very obvious um he wanted to lose his virginity but i did not want to take it i don't want to teach somebody something i want someone to spring uh but yeah so that's that's Adam. Adam, you'll be remembered, but you will not be missed. 
All right, next person, next person. His name is Fernando. I do not have a last name, so I can't even dox his last name if I wanted to because he deserves to be doxed. Um, Fernando is a guy that I met on Tinder. Um, also around my 18 to 19 year old range or my 18 when I was 18 and he I'm assuming is 18 to 19 years old. Uh, we met on Tinder. We uh, met up at In-N-Out uh, for our first date. And that was the only date we ever went on because I never wanted to see him again. Uh, so I'd like to start off with trigger warning. Um, this is going to be uh, an interesting story that consists of technically sexual assault slash rape. Um, so I'd say skip ahead if you don't want to hear this. Um, I don't mind sharing it. I'm not traumatized by it. It's uh, it's a funny story to me, but still trigger warning for those that are not comfortable with hearing that or have it as a trigger. Um, uh, he was Mexican. And length of situation, one night stand. <laughs> we met at In-N-Out and, um, oh, 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 I completely forgot. We're Adam. Um. Oh my god, I completely fucking forgot. Let me go back a second. For Adam, um, friend rating zero, my rating three, because I still had fun. Bed rating NA because I never fucked him. Big negatives masturbated to me while I was in the house. Other ghosted me when I went back with Nam. When I told him I was gonna go back with Nam instead of like because he was like so adamant on like, don't go back to him, go don't go back to him. Like when I was like, Oh, I got back with him, he's like, blah blah blah, like like, I can't believe you would do that. I was like, oh, like, you know, like, like we're still friends, right? It's like, hmm. I, I, I don't think I can do that. And he just blocked me. That shit was crazy. I know where you live, Adam. <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> um, but Fernando, friend rating, zero. My rating, zero. Bad rating, zero. Um, big negatives and stuff. Other, I will explain more uh, after I tell the story, the origin story of why this is on here and why it's fucking funny to me. So, chipper warning starts now. Uh, we went to In and Out, like I stated, for our first date. He was late. I ordered food first. He did not offer to pay. He did not offer to cover. He just bought his own food. We ate. We finished. We talked a little bit. We went outside. He goes, oh, like, do you want to hang out a little bit more? Like, do you want to go for a drive? I'm like, oh, no, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. He's like, oh, like, do you want to drive, though? Like, my car is, like, low on gas or, like, fucking something. I don't forget what his excuse was. I was like, no, yeah, like, that's perfectly fine. I love driving anyways. Like, I'm totally down. Um, And so um, we went to my car. I was the one driving. I decided to, like, stop in some area. Um, And it was a really nice area. It was like this really nice neighborhood that kind of overlooked a little bit of the east side. Um, and it's just like all like residential, but like a nice residential view. And so we ended up stopping there. We parked in front of a house and we we're just talking. And I don't remember because this happened. Uh, six years ago, five, six years ago. Jesus Christ. And um, we started making out. Don't remember what, how that happened, but it's whatever, right? And then like, like he was like, oh, like, is there anything that like you're like not comfortable with? 
I was like, oh, like, like, don't touch me down there. You know, like, I, I'm not really, like, you know, I don't really want that. He's like, okay, okay. Like, we go back to making out. Motherfucker just sticks his hand straight. Just, just goes straight for my coochie. Motherfucker just, just like, fucking high five with my coochie, bro. And starts, like, rubbing at it. I'm wearing fucking thick-ass motherfucking jeans. I'm like, even if I consented to this shit, this would not be turning me on. <laughs> This is going to be a very graphic story. Um, so if you also don't like TMI, please skip. <laughs> uh, so I'm like making out with him. He's like rubbing my coochie. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it's like outside my pants. It's not like I'm fucking going to like bust the fucking nut right now. Like, this, this is just like fucking hee hee ha ha's or whatever. And um, <laughs> fucking, fucking motherfucker. He, he's like, oh. Do you want to go to the back seat? I was just like, I look at my back seat. I look at him. I look at my back seat and I go, sure, I guess I can ruin my life. And he like immediately opens the door, runs to the back seat. And as I'm slowly getting out of my seat, opening the door, going to the back. By the way, the sun was still out when all this was happening. Um, to paint a picture for you guys, we are parked in front of someone's two, nice two-story house in broad daylight, and I'd say it's an hour to an hour and a half from sunset, so it's still relatively bright. Um, and as I'm getting out of the car, I get a phone call from my friend Eric. Bring, 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 bring. Yo, what's up, Eric? Oh, hey, what's up, Tiana? Um. Uh, me and the boys, we're going to be doing another bonfire tonight at my place. Like, are you down to come? It's like, oh, no, yeah, totally. Like, of course I'm down. Like, I'm always going to be down. Like, you know, like, you want me to play Kuko again? Like, oh, yeah, of course, of course. Like, yeah, no, like, I'm totally down. It's like, oh, what are you doing right now? It's like, oh. Now, like, I have my the back door open. And I'm just standing outside. And then I'll just sit in there twiddling his thumbs ready. I'm like, oh, I'm about to ruin my life. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm about to fuck someone in the back of my car. And Eric's like hey okay okay tiana okay tell me more about it later when i see i was like i'll tell you i'll tell you don't worry i'll tell you all right i'll, I'll go ruin my life now i'll see you later what time it's like oh nine o'clock i was like okay yeah no i'll see you i'll see you i was like okay 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 see you later bye so i hang up with him and then i get i sit in the back seat and um now we're making out in the back seat uh now i'm like straddling him or something right and um he's like we're like making out and then like he's like making out my neck which i normally like i used to really like like neck kisses now like i'm so unfazed by them i'm not saying that this experience traumatized me to not like neck kisses it's just like in my brain it's like even if you're like kissing on my neck it's technically an erogenous zone but i don't necessarily feel it as an erogenous zone as much as before and if you're not giving me a hickey then like why are you at my neck give me a damn hickey uh thank god for Nana to not give me any hickeys but other than that um <laughs> he's like making out my neck he's kissing at her or whatever my arms are on the back dashboard and i'm just staring past his head with just dead eyes of like, damn, I'm really doing this right now. I'm really just committing to this bullshit. Like, I'm really about to hook up with some fucking random ass motherfucker in the back of my car. 
in broad daylight like jesus fucking christ i can't believe i'm doing this but whatever fuck it it's an experience you know i'm here might as well just follow through full set you know and um i like like he takes off my pants like everything's such a blur again i'm not traumatized by this i just don't remember it because it was so long ago uh like my pants are off his pants are off he puts me in doggy right and 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 oh but 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 then before that like oh like are we gonna have sex i was like i mean like we can oh we have condoms it's like i don't fucking carry condoms with me in my car the fuck do you have a condom it's like no i don't have a condom i'm like okay it's like uh, do do you want to like like quickly like go to like 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 Walmart or Walgreens to like like get, get some condoms or something? I'm like, are you clean? Like yeah, like I just like checked myself like a week ago. Like okay, like okay, I checked myself like last month and I'm clean. It's like okay, I'm clean too. I'm like, you fucking lying to me, bro. I'm actually gonna fucking find you and murder you. It's like no 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 no. Like I swear, like I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm like bro, I swear. I'm like okay. So I risked it for the biscuit for the experience. Okay, I did that. Uh-huh. Cause I'm stupid. And um So 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 then that's when like my pants come off, his pants come off, I'm in doggy style, he sticks his dick in me or whatever. No foreplay. No fingering. No nothing. Just trash, right? He just sticks it in. My coochie's a little wet. Oh my god. <laughs> So TMI. My coochie is a little wet because you know, like making out, like body chemistry, shit like that. Am I aroused? My body is. My body is, or is my brain? No. Um. So like, I'm self lubricated. Um. And he just sticks his dick in me. I don't remember if he spat or not, and I feel like he definitely did. He seemed like the person to do that, like spit on his fucking like hand to like me to to self lubricate himself. Just, just dig in and i'm like okay whatever you know like it's like i'm not saying like his dick is bad i'm just saying like it's like the overall experience is bad you know and so he's just like fucking me or whatever and it's doggy right and he's he's like my height maybe a little bit shorter and he's like using me like a flashlight which is fine like he's not like doing the thrusting he's moving my body to do the thrusting and and then because he's moving my body, now I'm in doggy style, so I need more space in the back seat. He is banging my head against my fucking driver's side back, my, my driver's side back seat door. My head is being banged against this door because he was just using me like a flashlight. In the right context, that's fine, you know? For the right people, you know? But like, you can hear my head being banged against this damn door and you are not giving a fuck because I'm giving you fire coochie. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and so I end up just like turning my head. So like as I am being used, my head is not being bumped against. And he's moaning, he's groaning back there. And I am completely silent. I'm completely silent, not enjoying it. The sex was mid, me having my head banged against the walls mid. It's just boring. Just like huffing and puffing, groaning and moaning. 
all this shit all up all, all all fucking echoing in the fucking cabin of the car you know and i'm just like at least he's enjoying it because i'm not at least one of us is enjoying it shit damn um and then he comes to me without my permission unannounced as well he didn't say oh, oh, I'm, I'm about to come and bust a nut or anything or i'm coming nothing it was just it was just him moaning, groaning, and the nut. That's it. That was literally it. My first ever hookup was in the back of my car, where I was nutted in unconsensually. And I just and I immediately go, "Did you just come in me?" He's like, "Uh, now that you're asking, I feel like that was not the right decision." <laughs> I was like, yeah, why you, huh? No, you weren't supposed to do that. He goes, oh, I just kind of remember you talking about birth control. So like, I thought you were on it. So I thought it was okay. I'll just let that sink in for a second. You know, let him in. He's outside. Um, I respond with, yes, I brought up birth control, but I'm not really on it right now. He goes, oh, and he immediately pulls his dick out. And gravity and vaginal walls decide to push that shit out of me immediately and land directly on my cloth. Not leather, backseat. So now, I have this motherfucking dude's nut, not only in my coochie, unconsensually, Ghost Rider also got sexually fucking assaulted by having cum just dripped on him. <laughs> not only was I came in that day, so was Ghost Rider. <laughs> my poor baby. My poor car. <laughs> I was pissed off. Because I had fucking wet wipes. I had napkins. Readily available for him to just be able to just. Cup that shit under my coochie. And catch his own fucking spunk. Um. And so I gave him a wet wipe. He cleaned himself. I cleaned myself. And I cleaned the fuck out of Ghost Rider. I was rubbing the fuck out of that shit to get that shit out of my fucking seat. Um, and then I smoked a cigarette. I was like, oh my god, you're so hot. That's like so hot to do. <laughs> I was like, huh, okay. Take him back to his car. I found out he drives a coupe. A small little coupe. A little, a little soft top coupe. And I realized, oh, so this was premeditated. Because you can't fuck in your car. Your car's too small to fuck in. So this was premeditated. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, so I didn't bring anything up. But um, we kissed goodbye. And he went home. I went to the bonfire. I told everyone the story. And I've been telling the same story since. 
so yeah. Um, I got sexually assaulted basically in the back of my car. Did I really consider it sexual assault? No. Did I consider it rape? No. But then, like, in the context and how you would actually like define it uh, or categorize it, it was sexual assault slash rape. Um, because there was a lot of non-consensual things happening. But that was fine. It was an experience. Am I ever gonna do that again? No. Um, I'm gonna go on at least one full date before hooking up with somebody. One full date, not just the same day. Uh, but that's Fernando. So, what are his cons? You may ask. Obviously, his first con or big negative is came in with came in me without my permission. And touched me in places I said not to touch. Other. I'd say his inch. Inches were around five inches. I don't remember if I fucking said that shit in my last fucking podcast. I think it's around five inches. And the first time I hooked up with someone and got cum on my backseat. Next. David. He was 19 to 20. I'm gonna go through these, through these a little bit faster. I'm gonna try to. We're running low on time. He's a Japanese mix. We met on Tinder. And our length of situation was like two weeks. Friend rating, two to three. My rating, five. Bed rating, zero for being a two-pump chump. I have brought up David on my stream multiple times. He is a genuine two-pump chump. It was hilarious, to say the least, um, for me to have experienced that. Especially with how much he was bragging about his his sex game. and. Um, <laughs> uh he said that he had a crush on me and i developed a crush on him and um but he liked somebody else as well and he chose her oh well um sucks to suck for me i guess doesn't really fucking matter uh and yeah so like i slept over at his place and we fucked if you would consider that a fuck. Put on the condom. Rusted. Rusted. And then nutted and said, I told you the first time was short. Or I told you the first time was quick. Because he said the first time was quick. Second time you can go a long time. But that's just called working with your refractory period and already busting a nut. And you just got to regenerate. So, bruh. Um, but there was no round two. It was just the round one of the two pumps. So that was my that was my amazing sexual encounter with David. Um, he also proceeded to kick me out that same day because I told him that love is not real and it is just neurons firing in your brain and it's just producing um like hormones that make you feel a certain way. So funny because he kicked me out of the house for that. Uh, big negatives was talking to someone seriously while we were talking slash had sex. Because uh, since I slept over that day, um, he literally FaceTimed another girl and talked to her while he made us breakfast. Crazy. Um, other. He had really nice lips. It was really nice and fun to kiss him. I really enjoyed that. And I'd say his peen was about five to sixer. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. It was around 19 to 20. He is some kind of Asian man. 
he had like a little bit of Chinese in him, I think uh, maybe Cambodian. I don't know. But I also met him on Tinder. This was after David. Uh, length situation, a few weeks. I don't really remember at all. Friend rating, not applicable. My rating, five. Um, bed rating, four. Big negatives. Ghosted me. And um, I was never wet. I was, I, I was, I was never able to self-lubricate when uh, we had sex. I was so unattractive to him that my body could not even muster up any arousal for this person. And we had to constantly use lube, water-based lube that would dry out so quickly. My, 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 my coochie was just sucking that shit up because that shit was dehydration. <laughs> um, but the reason why he's a five rating for me, even though like I was not attracted to him at all, was because we did like go out on like a few adventures. That was super fun. And he made me realize that um, I was into a certain kink. Um, and I was able to have like intoxicated sex for the first time with him, which was super fun. It was also the same day that I found out that I was into a certain kink. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily a kink, more so that I was a switch. That I'm able to enjoy dominating a person as well as being dominated. It was a super fun experience. It was an eye-opening experience. So thank you very much, Kenny, for allowing me to gain a new experience through you and um <laughs> um and and let me and let me you know do the things i did <laughs> um but he was an interesting person i'd say um his lips were mad tiny so i didn't like kissing him um his pp was about like a five to sixer as well and he was still in love with his ex that was still in high school weird um i don't want to bring this up did i bring up my flings last time i feel like i didn't but i don't really want to bring this person up but i feel like i feel like it's time i feel like it's time that i admit this I feel like it's been, it's been almost three years, so I think it's time for me to admit this to you guys. For um, anyone that's listening or watching that's been a genuine long-time viewer um, since, you know, the beginning of me streaming. Oh my god, wait, it has not been three years. Okay, hold up. I've been streaming since J July of 2020 July of 2020 yes July of 2020 um i believe right July of 2020 so i've been streaming July 2020 to See, the math is not mathing because if i was with tristan for two and a half years almost but mainly two years but this shit happened so this, this it's been almost three years since since this shabako um i'll admit it so yeah if you guys have been here since the beginning um 
you guys may have noticed that there was a certain person that was frequenting my stream that there was a lot of um chemistry with that I had and the chemistry changed a lot after a certain point in time and to the point that um there was a large change which was them no longer appearing on my stream I um I had a fling with one of my mods. <laughs> oh my god, I'm actually gonna upload this. I had a fling with one of my mods, Evan, who is 10 years older than me. On the dot. Almost. 10 years older than me. His birthday just passed last week. Um, but he is 10 years older than me. He was my mod. And he lived 45 minutes away from me. And I would drive 45 minutes every single week. And I would not stream on weekends because I was getting digged down by a mod. By my mod. <laughs> Out of works. Did I ever tell you? Out of works. Did I ever tell you? Because I told Mel. I don't know if you know. But now you know. I fucked up in. Evan, I was 20, he was 9, what? I was 20, he was 30. We had sex after I turned 20. Um, I'd say a week after I turned 20 was when we had sex for the first time. He's Mexican slash white. We met through Twitch. Um, and our length of situation was 5 to 6 months. 5 to 6 months. Friend rating, 3. My rating, 6. Bad rating, eight. Big negative. Commitment issues. Manipulative. And called me gullible. Other. You know, seven and a half incher. And the f you. He was the first partner that I had where I was genuinely um, munched on. <laughs> um. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Evan and I dated for two months. Oh, two months. Then why was your situation for five to six? Because we, we, we became friends with benefits. So yeah, we dated for two months and, um, I thought he would be, I thought he would ask me to be his girlfriend. Because he was the one that originally was the one that was crushing on me and stuff. Like, he crushed on me. I noticed that he crushed on me. I kind of saw him as attractive. And I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm down to fuck. And then so we ended up having sex. And that's when we started dating. After we had sex. Interesting timeline, don't you think? Uh, but it is funny that we're 10 years apart. It's, it's, it's a very funny joke between me and my friends now. It's more so a joke for them and an embarrassing story for me. But it's fine. Uh, but that's what friends are, you know, right? Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Um. But. 
Uh, we became friends with benefits after two months of dating because he said that we we're on different paths in life because he's 10 years older than me and age is not a problem for us. Uh, but more so because he felt like he was uh, falling behind on his like life path because all of his friends were getting married, getting engaged, having kids, being pregnant, all these things. And he's still alone. Period. <laughs> Doesn't even have a fucking full-time job. Literally fucking still lives with roommates. And, like, I mean, like, roommates is, like, not necessarily a problem. But, like, he just, like, was not an adult at the age of 30. Which is, like, kind of understandable. Like, now that, like, I'm getting closer to that age, at the same time, it's, like, he wasn't even trying, you know? Um, yeah, so we were friends with benefits for about five to six months. And then I ended things. And when I went over to end things with him, he, um... I was crying because it was very difficult for me to be able to break this situation up because I still had feelings for him and he still had feelings for me. And so it was really difficult for me to leave this like comfortable situation that I was in for me to leave um, and just like be a better person and just not be in this shitty ass situation, period. And so when I was trying to end things with this motherfucker, he's like, oh, but like, you know, like you're, you're so gullible though. I'm like, fuck do you mean that I'm gullible? And he's like, oh, you know, his R. I'm like, gullible literally is like a word that you use for someone that's stupid. Like, gullible means like you tell a person, hey, there's penis written on the ceiling and the bitch look at the fucking ceiling. Like, you're fucking calling me stupid right now. It's like, no, like, that's not like, that's like not what I mean. I'm like, what the fuck do you think gullible means then? It's like, oh, you know, like, easy to convince. And he fucking like grabs my face and leans in for a kiss crazy c -c 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 crazy alert the fuck i literally was just like huh. put my hand out push him away huh. the fuck did you just try to kiss me you just call me gullible and like easy and you think i'm gonna kiss you like what the fuck is this fucking bullshit so like that was like an immediate just like gone done i'm done with this like that thank you for doing that because shit i'm over this i'm over this any fucking feels i had left for you gone out the window in the garbage in the incinerator buried more than six feet deep at the bottom deepest part of the ocean angler fishes are fucking eating at my fucking feelings right now because they're gone um so yeah i had things with him and then i got what you're saying um and then uh, <laughs> honorable mentions, my parents, as in why I need therapy, my parents, um, this, this person that I became friends with through a Minecraft server when I was in middle school slash high school, uh, where I started bullying this fucking kid. And then, um, this dude joins in and he says, I love that you bullied them. Please join my island because it was a Skyblock world or it was a Skyblock server. And then we started talking. We add each other on Skype. We add each other on Steam. Then he developed feelings for me. I developed feelings for him. And I told him, hey, I have feelings for you. And then he was just like, oh, I don't know why I'm ready for that. And then so we just drifted apart. So honorable, honorable mention to you, sir. And... 
um, a good friend of mine, Ryan, which you will not watch this podcast episode. So I can say this. And he has a girl. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to go for him and I'm not trying to ruin his fucking relationship. But ever since I fucking met him in college, my freshman year, my first ever semester, I have felt, always found him attractive. Um, like I always make jokes about how like he's my hall pass. Um, but there was a point in time where we were both single and we did not fuck because I did not want to ruin that <laughs> at all. I don't like I love him as a friend. I'm very attracted to him and I would love to experience his experience, the Ryan experience. Um but I don't want to ruin our friendship. Like we don't talk as much anymore, but still like he makes me feel a certain type of way. Like before he got his girl, maybe kind of still when he was with this girl, he would like call me beautiful all the time and like hype me up and shit. I loved it. I loved the attention. Um Another honorable mention in here, I just won't bring up because that's something that I will never admit to you guys. Um, but I also have some statistics to show you guys or to tell you guys. So ethnicity breakdown. Um, breakdown of the ethnicity data of the 13 people that I mentioned. 35.7% of them were Vietnamese. 21.4% of them were Chinese. 14.3% of them were Mexican, 14.3% were mixed, and 14.3% were Filipino. Um, statistical breakdown, 3 out of 14 were long-term relationships, and 9 out of 14 affected me emotionally. <laughs> Takeaways. Remember, this show was written when I was 11 months into my relationship with Tristan. Though the experiences I've had make great stories, I've had a lot of regrets. I hope this list won't be updated with more people as I want my last relationship to be with Tristan because of the love that I feel for him and the future that I envision with him. But I can probably get over the fear of hookups and have a hot girl summer if the situation arises. <laughs> and so the situation has arisen. The situation has arisen, and here I am, low-key, very, very low-key in a hot girl summer. The bay just ain't it. The bay just ain't it, okay? The bay really just ain't it. But I have had some fun experiences since my breakup that I will not be updating you guys about. I am over the time. We are at one hour and 14 minutes. Um basically 15 right now uh so since i'm already over the hour because i'm going to detail about these flings even though it was only four people the flings are the most interesting out of the rest of them like i mentioned in my last episode or the previous the part one my flings are just more interesting of a story compared to my relationships because they were just like short and just kind of like stupid um i'll be doing a part three but not actually It'll be more focused on um, the events that have happened since my breakup with Tristan. And if you were to listen to it, uh, rest in peace feels bad. Uh, but you're the one that broke up with me. Uh, I still love and care about you. Um, we may have a future together. 
But shit, it ain't gonna be right now. So uh, don't hold it against me because we ain't together. Um, but I'll be doing a kind of part three slash um my reappearance on dating apps slash um all that jazz in another episode that I will record probably around this fucking crackhead hour um tomorrow or something uh but yeah thank you guys so much for listening or for watching if you guys are watching on youtube and if you guys are not watching on youtube please definitely watch i show things obviously visually and you i got look i got a lot of good facial expressions that y'all are missing out on if you guys are just listening um Yes, thank you guys so much for watching or thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day, night, morning, afternoon, evening, or whatever time it is for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to my crazy ass stories. Um, because there are always gonna be more to come. But I hope to see you guys in the next episode. Don't forget to follow me on all my socials at T-E-A-O-N-A-L-A-M-B or what it says right here if you guys are watching visually or link down below of um you know, whatever you're fucking listening or watching this at. Um, but I will see you guys in the next episode. Yeah. This. I hope you all had a good laugh. <laughs> oh, I need to stop recording. Uh.